Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, mom to Skylar, my incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast five years ago was that the content of each episode brings hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I sincerely hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life underscore Lori Hellman. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes or Audible, please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season five of Living the Sky Life. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Living the Sky Life. Next up on my sibling series is Charlie Cariello. Charlie is a senior at Bedford High School in New Hampshire. He resides with his three brothers, one sister, and a dog named Wolfie. An avid sports aficionado of varsity baseball team, as well as the Christian Youth Organization's basketball team. He performs leadership duties for student council and works part-time in an Italian restaurant. In his spare time, Charlie enjoys rooting for his beloved Buffalo Bills, visiting his grandfather, and fishing with his friends. Charlie plans to attend Bates College in the fall of 2024 with a major of economics and psychology. For those of you that follow his mom, Carrie Cariello, you'll be uh, well-versed in all things Jack, his brother with autism that we talk about, and the rest of his siblings and his family, since Carrie so openly shares on all of her blogs and books and lives and all the other ways (laughs) that we have gotten to know the Cariello family. I was honored that Charlie wanted to be on this series to talk about his relationship with Jack. So please enjoy our conversation. This episode is brought to you by Mia Via Toys, a brand dedicated to creating toys and learning aids for kids with autism and other developmental challenges. My son Skylar has almost every toy from Mia Via, and a few of our favorites are definitely the sensory-weighted plush octopus named Quigley and the plush elephant named Ellie. Heck, my daughter even took the mini Quigley to college. One of the coolest new offerings is the Line and Learn Cars set, which includes 20 cars and a fold-up parking lot. To check out all the incredible products, visit Mia Toys, that's M-E-A-V-I-A-T-O-Y-S dot com, and use promo code SKYLIFE15 to receive 15% off your first order. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. I have the pleasure of having Charlie Cariello with me today. Most of you guys probably are familiar with his mom, Carrie, who we see on social media everywhere and and writing books. Um, So thank you so much, Charlie, for agreeing to be on my sibling series. Oh, of course. My pleasure. Very excited. Well, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, We just discussed that you just had a birthday. You just turned 18 the other day. So that's a hot topic. (laughs) Right. So newly 18, officially an adult, a scary, uh, you know, realization. Um, I have four siblings. Uh, I'm the middle child of five, which is also a scary thought. Um, My older brother, Jack, has autism and he's going to be 20 soon. And so, you know, growing up with him was a lot of fun. I played baseball and basketball. I'm very active in sports. Um, I like spending time with my big family, a big Italian family, like doing big, you know, food gatherings. If there's food, I'll be there. And, uh, 
yeah, so that's how I roll. Yeah, and I think just from um, reading in your mom's books and blogs that each sibling has a very unique personality in your family, right? I mean, everybody is just so different. <laughs> all over the place, 100%. We're all very different. So. I bet uh, meals are a lot of fun when you guys, especially oh, like Thanksgivings and stuff, when there's extended family. I bet it's a trip. Oh, yes. It's quite the day for sure. <laughs> well, you you mentioned Jack and obviously um, my podcast centers around autism and families with autism in their family. Um, so can you kind of take us back a little bit about growing up with Jack? I know you have another older brother, right? Also, Correct. who is yes. the oldest and then Jack is second. Right. And then you, um, were you able to engage with him much when you were a kid or did you kind of stay away from him? Because, you know, just how did that dynamic work for you as a little kid? Yeah. So like in a weird way, especially now, Jack and I, I I would say are probably the closest or I'm at least closest with him. And, you know, my mom asked me the question, was there a day I remember realizing he had, you know, autism Mm -hmm. and if that changed anything in our relationship, but and all honesty, there was never really a day where we sat down and was like, you know, just probably came across sometimes. So no, like I would say I was always pretty close with him. We're closest or one of the closest in age. Me and my sister Rose are closest, but me and Jack growing up together, two boys, you know, would do a lot together. We'd go on bike rides. We'd me and him are hate scary movies, but we if we're gonna watch one, we watch it together. <laughs> and it's you know, it's kind of fun. And so it, we bond over things like that and making popcorn and and you know romanticizing the, the little things in a way and so yeah I would say it, it's you know it's never changing relationship especially you know just teenagers in general you know you, you mood swings hormones and stuff like that and but we we've always stayed pretty close and in, in doing things together so yeah and it stayed that way even when he's at college we text just about every day and Aww. you know it's fun you know and when he comes home he's coming home this weekend actually mm-hmm. so I'll get to see him for the first time in a long time so yeah, I hope that answered your question. I'd say yeah. it's an ever-changing but close relationship. It definitely does. And, you know, be, I your mom has been very candid about some of his meltdowns in public and and him always needing to do things the way that he wanted to or go to the restaurants that he chooses. And was that hard to navigate as maybe as a young kid to understand, like, why do we always have to do everything Jack wants to do and the way he wants to do it? Or did that, were you the person that could kind of comfort Jack and help your mom out by kind of diffusing situations what was your role when it came to that stuff definitely as a younger kid not just jack with anyone i hated when it wasn't my way you know as any kid would but um you know when jack would have his public meltdown at, at first i was like oh man you know embarrassed embarrassed turn his blind eye in a way didn't want to be part of the situation but now not only have i feel like i've gotten better in handling those situations or wanting to be there for jack like you know he you know it's okay to do something a different way he's gotten a lot better at being like flexible or okay maybe it won't be my way today and you know I think that's really important to see and it's actually something I've really noticed since he's gone away the more he comes home the more he's flexible to and open to different things that we do as a family especially just me and him I wondered that I was going to ask you that if you've noticed a change in him since he started attending this college program does he share with you um how he connects with the other kids there his age I wonder if it's similar to him like having his siblings if he's learned more of give and take because of the other students around and having to be you know flexible with them yeah 100 percent. he likes mm-hmm. to coordinate these big events you know he loves to bake and so every other night or so he's sending us pictures of him baking um 
you know, for his, his dorm, you know, 24 cupcakes or whatever it is. And that's something he always wanted to do here for our family too. And so I think it's great that the community he's around is bigger than it is here, you know, cause you know, here in our town, you couldn't really walk anywhere and stuff like that. And so he was kind of homebound because he wasn't, he can't drive. Mm -hmm. And so him being a part of a, a dorm or a complex where he can cook for 30 people instead of seven, I think definitely broadens his like experience, especially in that sense that there's just going to be different people there with different ideas and opinions that can change his mind and, and open him to a, a more realistic setting of how the world works, you know? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's de I've definitely seen some change. He's definitely become a lot nicer, you know, not that he's not a nice kid, right. I know what you but mean. you know, so yeah, I think it's great for him. He's probably not as short tempered, maybe, you know, yeah, sometimes a... <laughs> depends, you know, but yes, he's great. Oh, that's so great. Now, you know, I think one of the things that we as parents always worry about, and I know your mom does too, is having Jack out in the world and just kind of navigating things on his own. Do you, do, because you guys are so close, does he, when you guys are texting or, or getting together and talking, does he ask you questions about things in the world that maybe don't make sense to him? Just because this is the first time he's really been out of the home and out of, you know, the, the protection of his, his mom and his family. I just always would worry that someone would take advantage of my son with money or with anything. And I know that he had the incident last year, but right. do you guys talk about things? Do you offer him advice or does he ask I for it? Definitely do. I'm more of his emotional support kind of guy. He turns oh, yeah? me when he's feeling, you know, anxious or you just text me the other day. He's very anxious about Thanksgiving or, you know, something coming up. But um, he will ask in a weird way. I'll ask him, you know, he has to navigate the buses between our his college and our house. And, you know, I've never been on a bus by myself. And so I'm like, hey, buddy, how do you how do you do this? You know, I'm at the airport the other day. I'm like, you know, Jack, how do you do this? But, um, you know, there's also been instances where someone he misplaces you know, headphones and he thought someone stole them. And his immediate reaction was to go confront, you know, the suspect where um, he texted me and I was like, all right, you know let's not do that. You know, let's take a step back. They're probably just lost. He ended up finding them. So yeah, I would say he definitely does reach out, but at the same time, it goes both ways. He's still my brother. I still got to learn from him in some ways. And mm -hmm. I definitely reach out to him for stuff like that. Do you so. think he, he connects with you more on that way than maybe going to your mom or dad, like he used to, or is it pretty even? Will he text them the same things or are you the first person that he thinks of to to it kind of definitely reach out depends to. on the scenario. I think okay. when he's afraid he might be in trouble or he <laughs> might get in trouble, he'll text me and he'll often text us a different, slightly different stories, you know, <laughs> a little more, you know, censored, but yes, he he'll reach to me first. I feel like, and I, I like, I'm proud of that. I think. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a lot about your bond and the relationship you guys have. He is so funny. I mean, he's so smart to know, to kind of, <laughs> Yeah. change the wording a little bit to you right. versus your parents that's hilarious oh my gosh well I mean there's probably a lot of obvious things to this answer but what do you love and appreciate most about Jack maybe it could be several things you know something when you were younger and that now that he's an adult and you are too you guys have grown to there's something else about him that you just love so much well, there's no, you know, there's no one answer. It's a loaded question for yes. sure. But actually, I wrote my college essay on something similar where it's his persistence. You know, he's persistent in many ways and some can be a little tough. But, you know, from a young age, college did not seem possible. You know, school was not Jack's thing. He was told public school wasn't going to be for him. But never, you know, through all the 
the fits through the, you know, struggles and not doing homework and stuff like that. Never once did he stop going to school. I know maybe some days he didn't want to, but he did every day. He went, well, in summer vacation, well, we were, you know, I was maxing and relaxing. He was at school. He had to get up at six and, and go to school. And um, I, I feel like I, I'm starting to relate to that, you know, in sports and in high school specifically, of you're not going to want to do things every day. Jack didn't want to do everything every day. And, and he did it anyways. And he, and he found his place and he's really happy where he is and he's doing great. He's getting better. And we can see that I can see that. And, you know, that's, it's just something that I'm so proud of him for. And it, it kind of pushes me to, to do something similar in my own life. You know, it's like a, the same path and a whole different story, you know? Yeah. I would imagine he's very inspiring to all of you guys, all of his siblings in different ways. I'm sure you can each grab something from his life, the struggles that he has doing the things that we take for granted, maybe that are easy for us, whether it's communication or just understanding what people mean when they say things. I think that's one of the commonalities is that he's very literal. A lot of people on the spectrum are. So it's, it's hard to have a conversation sometimes because they are very misunderstanding about specifics. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I I know one thing in Jack's is we're a very joking family and reading jokes was always hard for him. Like when we were being sarcastic or poking fun of each other, like you said, very literal kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Um, so because you guys have, there's so many siblings (laughs) and so many personalities, do you each have a a unique relationship with him? I mean, obviously yours is very close and you were talking about the texting. Does he share a different kind of bond or a different, um, you know, relationship with his sister being the only girl or his older brother, your other brother that's under you, or I just, I guess the baby brother, but, um, yes. Is there things that he prefers to just do or say with each of them versus, you know, all of you guys, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I guess I've never really closely observed it, but when, you know, he's very protective of, he, I think he feels he has to be the older brother to my younger siblings, Henry and Rose. And he's a lot more like asking them how they're doing instead of turning to them for his, you know, problems or relying on them for advice. He, he's trying to assume the role of, of being there for them. And I think that's great too, you know? And so they text that way where he'll check in on them. And whereas for me and him, it's, you know, we'll check in on each other. I'll check in on him and stuff like that. And with Joey being away, I'm not so sure on what their day-to-day relationship is like. I mean, when they're home, it's great. And we all get along and he likes serving everyone, Jack. He likes, appeasing to their needs and baking he'll bake with rose rose likes to bake and henry and him will play mario kart all the time and we'll all come together and watch scooby-doo at night you know it's our big thing and and so yeah i guess he does pick apart different things for each sibling in a way like you said i think those are the moments as a parent that like i don't know how your parents feel but i would imagine as each child grows up and goes away to school or, or moves away and does their own thing, I wonder what it's going to be like for Jack. Do you think he will always come back home like every break and all of that stuff and pretty much reside at your parents' house with them forever, even though he is doing a lot of independent things? Um, do you think he would have an apartment on his own or, or do any of that? Or do you not that's no. the question we do ask ourselves a lot of mm-hmm. time is, you know, who, if anyone is going to take care of Jack when, you know, we're all moved out and older and stuff like that. And to be honest, I don't really know. Cause I don't think either 
answer is out of the question. I think if he keeps doing well, like he is, yeah. I don't see why he couldn't, you know, have an apartment of his own and stuff like that. He's a hard worker. He makes good, makes more money than me, you know? And um, so I, I don't see why he couldn't, but at the same time, I don't know how he feels if he mm-hmm. would rather be home here, but you know, from an outside observation, I think he would have more fun in a different setting than this, you know, home that we live in, you know, he gets to go do whatever he wants as a college student, as an independent person, if he mm-hmm. was home or he couldn't, he can't drive really, it would be tough for him to enjoy those same luxuries really so yeah. i would like to see him live an independent life but that being said i you know i'd be the first to help out if he needed to you know yeah so it just you know. it's it's hard to watch your siblings i would imagine just kind of grow up move on maybe get married have families of their just all of those things i, I would i would hope that he understands all of that and he could have a lot of that too like you said there's none of that's off the table for him I just wouldn't want him to be sad when he comes back and each, you know, child has kind of moved on and it's not all the nights of Scooby-Doo and things like that, that he's used to. I, I, yeah. I wonder how he would adjust to that. And I guess only time will tell, but. That is a good point. I've never really thought of, you know, uh, there will, will be one last Scooby-Doo episode one day and that's kind of a sad I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> Those are just at this age, you know. I mean, my son's 20. Um, different end of the spectrum than Jack. He's nonverbal and um, can't really do any of these independent things like Jack's doing. But that's the thought. I mean, his sister is a freshman in college, and she's slowly moving on with her life. And I, I think you know in some way she was excited to leave and do her own thing because she's just been surrounded by the autism need around our house. He always needs our attention. He always needs more of us than, than she could get out of us. And, um, but I think she also felt a little guilty for leaving him behind. Like she's moving on with her life and he's still here and he still needs us. And he's kind of in a standstill point and she's moving on. So I just, you know, don't know if Jack's ever said anything like that or just, talked about the future with you guys like where are we going to live what are we going to do <laughs> together yeah he's not that is a good question he's not a very like sentimental like thinking that far ahead kind of guy right but I do wonder how he feels about that I guess that could be a scary thought if you know you come home and everyone you you love is you know moved on like you said mm-hmm. so hmm. yeah to be determined, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think determined. anyway, your your parents and and your family is so tight knit and close, and they you guys plan everything. I I know that he'll have an amazing life, whether it's roommates with you guys or <laughs> hanging out with your parents for a little while before he gets it, his own place. Yeah, he'll find a way. He'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, he will. Um. So, do you have any thoughts about like post high school for you? Like, what do you? maybe want to do or what do you want to study if you want to go into college what, so what are I'm, your interests I'm going to Bates College to play baseball there oh nice and yeah so I'm excited I'll uh, hopefully get a you know a good degree there and come out make some money out of college that's my broad <laughs> goal is to make money but uh yeah whose isn't I guess and so yeah that's my plan right now and uh hopefully that doesn't change too much but you never know yeah and so yeah, that's where I'm at. Follow the steps my siblings have all gone to college so far. And yeah. Yeah. So no dentistry for you? Yeah. You know, people <laughs> ask me that and I'm not a big teeth guy. My dad <laughs> loves teeth. Not for me. 
I'm proud of him. He works hard and he does well. Yeah. But I can't can't be dealing with bad breath all day. <laughs> I think thing. it's a hard job. I, I've I've heard that that's a very challenging job having your hands in someone's mouth all day. You really no. have to love it and appreciate you know the smile for that and teeth for that. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Joey's yeah. not doing that either. I don't think so. Joey's studying business in Philadelphia, and so oh. he'll probably shape up pretty well down there. Uh, he's doing like a five year co op program, and Rose is also looking to play sports in college, so nice. she's doing the recruitment process right now. And then I'm, I'll probably study economics of some kind and psychology and, you know, we'll see where that takes me, you know, but I'm excited. I think it was a stressful process to get to the college part and, but, you know, having that reminder, of, you know, if Jack can do it, you know, I can do it. And so, yeah. Of course. Is Bates close to your home? A little closer than I would have liked for college, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you can't control that. It's only two and a half, two and a half hours, so. That's not, I mean, that's perfect because you can come home if you need to and do laundry and, and visit, or you can, you know, just kind of stay there on the weekend. But um, that's how far my daughter is too. And it's, it's actually okay. pretty nice to be able to surprise. I surprised her last weekend, um, just showing up and taking her to a football <laughs> that's game. That's what I'm afraid of. Like <laughs> some apparent surprise, you know, but I guess it's just a part of the, how it goes. So. It is how it goes. I just was asking <laughs> because I wondered if Jack would be able to come to some of your baseball games and watch you play um, if it's close enough that he can yeah. make it. I'm sure he would I love that. Could. He loved to do it during the high school season and he would always be there. It was always reassuring, you know, if it was close to summer break and he's home, he would come to the games, you know, but yeah, that always made me smile. So yeah, if he could make it, that'd be, that'd be great. I think he'd be able to. Yeah. I'm sure he's one of your biggest fans as far as sports go. Didn't yeah. you write, you said um, your college essay. I thought that I read that in one of your mom's books, I think, but what was your essay about? Was it about Jack's inspiration to you about something you learned from him? Yeah. Kind of like what we talked about, like that perseverance kind of thing. As mm -hmm. he was trudging through school, I had just started baseball freshman year and I was atrocious at it. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to find a passion to be good at. Jack had his goal of getting into college and, and, you know, getting, having a career after high school. And so my goal was to also play college baseball, but, and we both started from low points. School was not his thing. I was an awful athlete and, um, watching him work through it every day, wanted me to work through it every day. And, and now we both are achieving our goals right now. And so the essay is about that and, and how he started, where he started versus where I started and how we're living completely different lives with a similar, you know, story, a different song with the same tune kind of thing. And it's pretty cool to see if you like take a step back in retrospect and see how it really unfolded now that I'm a senior, now that he's in college. So that's what it's about. Oh, I'm, have you shared, I'm sure you've shared that with him. I, or have yes, you? My mom, she's passed it around. And so, yeah, oh, I think I've gotten go ahead. I was just going to say, I bet that made him so proud that he inspired you in, in many ways. Yes. Cause it, you know, many times he leans on me for advice, but like I said, he is my older brother and I do learn from him every day. And so it's an, it's a nifty relationship, you know, it's a give and take kind of thing. That's so great. You guys have the best family. I swear. <laughs> I'm sure it's not yeah. always easy. I mean, I there are you crazy everything. moments, but, um, but it's, it's so worth it. I just, I'm just such a big believer that, you know, siblings with an autistic sibling, um, are just different, 
we're just you're just cut from a different cloth because you've had to mature faster. You've had to endure some things that friends of yours probably have never gone through and don't understand what it's like during meltdowns or what it's like, you know, when your sibling is screaming in the house about something and you guys can't get a handle on it. It's just, it's a lot. Um, but I just think you come out such stronger, more empathetic. I don't just people, just great people in the world. And I, I, um, I'm just always so impressed when I meet so many people like you who are just have such a great head on your shoulders and a great perspective on Jack and you don't resent him. You don't look at autism as a hindrance to you and your life and all of that, because you could totally take the other direction and be bitter and like, this wasn't fair. I got robbed of my childhood because of it, but it's, it's, I just don't hear that. And I love that. I don't hear that from people. It makes me as a parent happy that at least I feel like we do a pretty good job of balancing all of our kids needs and not just our child that needs a little bit more attention. Right. So Yeah. People definitely ask like, is your mom writing books mainly about Jack ever get to you? And I don't, cause it being about Jack, is it being about us? You know, it, it's, it, he is a part of our family and we all experience it the same, you know? And so mm-hmm. uh, that was, it's always a big question is really, you know, you feel like I'm surprised people ask you that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't, I, you know, not overlooked. I, I make fun of them for it sometimes. One time they forgot my birthday, <gasps> but uh, yeah, I always make fun of them for that, but no, we don't, we're not overlooked. And yeah, it, it is a, like you said, an interesting life that not many people get the joy of living. It adds a lot of funny stories to tell, you know, and it's great. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. And I enjoy reading them. So I can only imagine <laughs> yeah, living them. You get a first-hand look, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, kind of on that note about your parents, um, you know, is there anything you, I'm sure you guys are pretty open and sharing with your parents things that you appreciate about them, but is there anything that you would like to say, you know, out of, in honor of your mom and your dad and just how, how well they've done? I mean, I'll say it. They've done such a great job (laughs) raising five kids and autism and everything else that comes into a family and chaos and all of that. But, um, I love your mom's sense of humor. I feel like she and I relate a lot in that sarcasm and that just kind of whatever it is what it is. But um, so what would you say to them just about their job as parents? Well, you know, I've mentioned a few times, but the, the ever growing status of our family, like everyone's growing and, and becoming better than they were in the, the past day or the past. And like just seeing how my parents treat us all differently than they used to, or like we've all gotten better in communicating with each other, specifically Jack about, you know, how it all works and, you know, the drama around things like that and, and being able to handle situations like if things don't go well, how is Jack going to react in public or something like that? Not only seeing him grow, but seeing my dad grow and my mom, you know, grow and and how her writing and, and doing research on stuff like that has taught us all something about autism in our own lives and being a sibling of autism and, and stuff like that. And it's that growth factor that as a family, I think we should be most proud of. And as all families, you know, I'm sure you have seen it too in your, your situation that as we've gotten older and my parents have raised us, they've grown, my siblings have grown with treating Jack because I'm, you know, not everything's sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I was like, Jack, what are we doing? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to react. I'm just a kid you know, but 
as a senior in high school, as my siblings are now all in high school, they've learned to treat Jack differently. My parents treating us and Jack differently. That is completely different than how it used to be. Not saying that it used to be bad, but there's always room for improvement. And we, you know, we've all gotten so much better. Now. So yeah, that's what I'm proud of most. I'd say. Yeah. And I think, I mean, with age comes maturity too. And I, I think Jack is, is coming into his own as an adult and some of the stuff, maybe some of the ways that he expressed himself um, that weren't always the, the easiest to deal with. He's probably outgrown it. And it sounds like just from reading and talking to your mom that his communication is clearer. Like now he more understands how to ask you guys for something that he needs or to explain how he's feeling or something a little easier than just having a freak out and you guys try to figure out what it is that's bothering him or that's upsetting him. Um, so I think with age, like you said, everybody grows and comes to appreciate a different way of communicating and, and, you know, getting through the challenging times, I guess. Right. hundred percent. Cause like, you know, if you go back five years and Jack was anxious about Thanksgiving, like you said, I would not have gotten a text saying that it would have just been a huge, you know, ordeal, but him texting me just yesterday saying, Hey, I'm feeling a little anxious about Thanksgiving opens up a conversation for us to have, you know, about it and why, and, and find a solution to it. And it's just, it shows the progress we've made as a family and mm -hmm. as a brotherly relationship. Are you then able, like, so when he texts you something like that and you get into more specifics with him about what he's anxious about and having him identify exactly what's going on, do you then relay that some of that information to your parents just to help in preparation for when he comes home? If he hasn't told them that he's anxious, um, it's not like betraying his trust. I just, you know, just right. to give them a heads up or how do you Definitely handle that? Depends on the like severity of the situation because okay. there are things that stay between brothers and sure. sure all families mm -hmm. have that but yeah you know when he texted me I told him I said you know hey he's a little anxious about the break coming home because it's always a big thing for him coming home he has to take the bus to and from and and we always do family pictures which is always such a mess for all of us so you know I can understand him being a little anxious about it and you know it's a big thing for him I remember big gatherings were almost impossible to do with Jack you know loud noises people talking people laughing God forbid a glass falls and breaks. Like when we were little, that was like, you know, we couldn't do that. And so him being able to go to Thanksgiving with all these people, you know, like I said, huge Italian family is big, but him being able to recognize that it might, he might be nervous by it is big too. So I think telling my mom and I told both parents that um, mm -hmm. is, is something I would do in the future and have done. Like I said, depends on the severity of, it, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I guess just kind of in wrapping up, I don't want to put you on the hot seat because I didn't kind of say oh. this ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, as I've said, many parents listening, we always just hope that we're doing the right things by all of our kids and that we're making the right decisions. Is there anything that you would suggest or say to the people who are listening about maybe one thing that your mom or your dad or both did that made a huge difference for you in, in relation to you know, just kind of living with autism in the house. Um, is there anything that, that comes to mind that they, that they did that you're like, I'm so grateful that they did that or said that, or, you know. Me personally, I, I don't know how much this relates to autism, but just as mm -hmm. a, a kid in general, I didn't have a phone until sophomore year. I had a flip phone, which built <laughs> a lot of character, you know, Carrying a flip phone around as a teenager in the 2000s, you know, wasn't common. Um, and that definitely 
definitely helped. None of my siblings really had a phone until late staying off of, you know, social media. I know we kept Jack off social media for a while and it's, it's got its plus and minuses for sure. Cause now that he has social media, he's able to share, like I said, his new baking things that he's doing with his crew and stuff like that. So, I mean, from a modern standpoint, I think the lack of technology was helpful. Can That's be hard. Great. Time. Yeah. But I, I'm, I have time limits on my phone that I set. I don't like being on it too much. It's hard. It can be really hard. It's, it adds a lot of anxiety to me and it can add anxiety to a whole family, you know, for someone like Jack who already struggles with it. You know, I think adding in that extra, you know, instigator isn't a great idea, but yeah, definitely hold off. That would be my advice. I think it worked out great for me, built character for me. I'm proud of it. I wasn't yeah. proud of it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there were like jokes at school and like, oh, oh yeah. Charlie and his flip phone. Right. <laughs> Didn't get a lot of girls at the time, but that's okay. You know, that's even better. That was a brilliant plan. I, your parents <laughs> should be commended Maybe for that as a one. parent. Yeah, that's a great plan. But as a, as a teenage guy, it wasn't, wasn't my favorite, but it also taught me patience. And with a brother like Jack or, you know, any sibling, you got to be patient. And my parents were very patient the whole time. Mm-hmm. It, it just following their model, their role really taught me a lot to, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time. And then going through my own, you know, anxious battle, it was one step at a time and, and stuff like that, just working, working your way to your goal. And that's what taught, you know, me the most on how to be true to myself. I'm sure it helps that they're not like super serious all the time. Like, you know, no. just kind of having, you know, you just your fun. jokes and like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't, we say that all the time. If we aren't laughing, we're probably going to cry. So we just need to laugh about stuff. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, yeah. you know, laugh a lot, make fun of each other in respectful ways and, you know, enjoy it. It's, it's fun. You know, yeah. it's fun having a big goofy family like mine that, you know, <laughs> we don't do everything right. I don't know how my mom makes it seem online, but you know, no, she's very honest. She's very honest. Her books are honest too. That's why people resonate. It resonates so much with what she writes because we're all like, oh my gosh, we've been there. And it's funny. I mean, just her take on things is funny because she just doesn't take it so seriously. (laughs) Yes. Oh man. Oh, I, I so appreciate you being on. Honestly, that last answer was probably one of the best ones I've gotten. (laughs) I mean, it's brilliant. It really is brilliant because you don't need that extra anxiety. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that Jack even wants to be on social media, but I'm sure it's monitored and it's, you know, he doesn't get on there a ton because it just, it can be anxiety invoking very much (laughs) for for all of us. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I greatly appreciate it. And, um, and yeah, and good luck at Bates and good luck with baseball. I can't wait to read all about it from your mom and her page and see how you're doing. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much, Charlie. I appreciate it. Anytime. I had a lot of fun. Great. Take care. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.